I guess I need to add myself to the stream here. <clears throat> um, thank you, Zuzha, for joining us. I didn't expect anybody really to join us this evening. Um, go ahead and pop into the chat. Obviously, um, I don't know. The topic has changed for this evening. Then it's no driving glove advice. Um, I apologize for last night, the abrupt cancellation so late or the rescheduling. But I learned something or I was in the process of learning something last night. And between the long day I had, matter of fact, I just finished a podcast before. And between in the 10 minute commute home, I started to learn of the news. <clears throat> and Eric was going to be with us last night and we were going to chat about things. But um, it's kind of like these little things behind me say, time goes on. So whatever you're going to do, do it, do it now. Don't wait. You know, time waits for no one. And um, a really good friend of mine passed away. <clears throat> and it's one of these things, you know, we talk and we talk and we talk almost every week. Him and I are in communication. And then we take a break and we don't talk for months and months and months. And I talked to him a couple of times last fall and, you know, there's a lot going on in my life last fall and things kind of, you know, we quit having our monthly breakfasts and things. And um, I reached out to him a couple of months ago, ironically about the topic we were going to cover um, last night. It's kind of was the instigator six months ago for where that, that topic's coming from, where we talk about getting ripped off by mechanics. And we're going to get that. Um, fortunately, I was able to interview this acquaintance, and he was on the podcast. Um, just didn't get enough of the interviews in. And that's kind of what I'm saying is you got to do it. <laughs> If there is any feasible way, and there usually always is, it's like the other thing that says next to me. These are quotes I found off memes supposedly attributed to Robert De Niro, which ironically, we were reviewing a Robert De Niro movie last night. Um, don't wait for the perfect moment. Take the moment and make it perfect. And I've always done that with my car stuff buying cars, et cetera. There's always cars that I want to have and there's always price points I want them at. And people criticize me a lot. Don't ever take financial advice from me. But people criticize me a lot for how often I trade cars or how often I, you know, I go through cars quickly. You know, one of these days we'll put a list up or we'll go through the list of cars. Probably have, you know, Derek ask me about the cars that I'm having or have had and We'll talk about them and just do it. Um, you know, I've always been the advantage. I've kind of been a date most of my life, dual income, no kids, <clears throat> whether it be with a girlfriend or a wife or, you know, some sort of significant other. And, you know, that's that's help when you don't have kids. That really helps. I mean, don't go out and buy a Ferrari and feed your kids ramen noodles for the next two years. But. If you want a Ferrari, do it. There, There's ways to figure it out and make it affordable. Um, you know, it, it, you know, everything is dependent on income, et cetera. But um, 
when you think about that, I have this little thing that sits on my desk. It's a little paperweight about years ago. Um, I can't remember where I was at when I bought it. It might have been like the Lincoln Memorial or something. And I don't know who the quote's attributed to, but it's, what would you do? Well, geez, we'll just pick up this little paperweight, kind of show it on camera here. But what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? And that's the way I go into everything. You can't worry about failure. It's even like this show tonight. It's not really car related, but you can put this stuff to cars. If you want to go to an event, figure out how to make it a vacation. Figure out how to appease the others with you. You know, not everything comes easy, but tomorrow's not guaranteed. Um one of my favorite songs, and I used to think it was a Van Hagar song, but I do believe it's a Van Halen song, is um, uh, begins, I live my life like there's no tomorrow. Um, all I've got, I had to steal. Um, and, you know, I don't have to beg or borrow. But... You've got to, you know, basically live your life that way. If you want a Corvette, um, buy a Corvette. Uh, it's, you know, you might have to learn how to fix the thing. I mean, for the same price as a Honda Civic, you can get a couple year old Corvette. I mean, what are we talking? Twenty five grand for a cor or a Civic, thirty grand for a new Civic. You're talking twenty, twenty-five thousand for a, a decent C five, C six, probably C six Corvettes now. Yeah. They're gonna have a little bit more maintenance and things like that. And you might have to work on them. You can still work on those cars. Um, you know, years ago you could have bought a Ferrari for 30 grand, or you could have bought a minivan for 30 grand. Now, I don't know if you know if you're actually buying a minivan, I'm not sure if Ferrari's gonna work for you, but you can figure out you know, ways to do things and make things work. Um, you just might have to sacrifice here or sacrifice there. I mean, yeah, maybe you have to give up all your streaming services. Maybe, you know, maybe you don't contribute to our Patreon every month, which we do, uh, do appreciate those of you that support us and find value in the podcast and things like that. But, this gentleman, and like I said, I kind of thought him as a mentor. He put me right a couple of times. Huge car guy. Uh, wrote for various magazines. He knew everybody. And one of the last conversations we had was actually the interview. And afterwards, he goes, you know, that was kind of fun. And then he liked the show. And he uh, gave me a list. He goes, we need to get you in touch with... You know, Lynn St. James, we need to get you in touch with Dave Despain. We need to get you in touch with Sam Posey and, you know, listed people that were in his phone that, you know, oh, I could call and, you know, get these people, you know, and we just, um, you know, things slid and things went away. And, you know, then I reached out to him and I didn't hear back and I go, always oh, busy because he always traveled. Um, that's kind of what he was known for. He just traveled, you know, he traveled a lot with his job and he was very influential with his job. When he walked in, he worked contract work and 
when he'd walk into a place that he had a contract and he was a consultant, um, people were fearful of him because when he was brought in, the company that brought him in gave him carte blanche to do whatever he wanted. So nobody knew who was going to get fired. Nobody knew who was going to stay. And sometimes he went in and fired whole departments, you know, and this is the problem. This is the problem. This is the problem. Hey, Devin, I see you're out there. I know, Jason, you're out there. Um, so, um, and I don't know if he ever, you know, he kind you know, he had lots of things to do, but he stayed busy. Gorgeous shop, um, little home office, you know, uh, kind of something you aspire to, you know, when he finally decided he wanted a Porsche, he, he made himself be, put him in a position to be, buy a Porsche. And then he had two of them and, you know, he just, he was a great guy and it really, really caught me off guard. And what really bothered me is, um, I didn't keep that communication going. It's kind of like doing this podcast for you guys out there is Derek and I try to be here every week for you. Every now and then we have to miss. I know we missed last week, but both of us, I was exhausted from traveling. Derek was beginning to travel. Then he got swallowed up by work over the weekend and, you know, he couldn't get any videos to us and he, he has a job and, um, Unfortunately, you know, the girlfriend I have now has got me uh, slowing down. And, uh, you know, part of last weekend is, you know, I had a horrible day at work that day. And I've never needed a vacation so much in my life. In the following day, her and I took off for uh, a cabin that we have access to or she has access to anytime we want. Anytime we want, we can cruise off to the hill or the mountains of North Carolina and get away from it all. And fortunately she's, she's made me take a couple of vacations this year. I've never taken a vacation before and, you know, really taken a vacation. It's always been workcations, which I just was reading about today. And that's how most people take vacations. Now they tie it into something with work and, I got to get to a point where I'm not so busy. You know, I'm balls to the wall all the time trying to get these podcasts done, trying to, you know, get my day job. And I don't have any time to enjoy things. Um, you know, even the stuff that I get to enjoy, I don't get to enjoy because of that. And it's, I know we're not talking a lot about cars. Like I said, you can use this if, if there's a car out there you want, or if there's a show you want, or if you want to do a podcast and talk about cars, hell, reach out to me. You know, I'll help you start a podcast. Um, we're looking, actually, we want to get somebody on the podcast in a younger de age demographic because I've learned, you know, even though I'm 50 and Derek's 40-ish, um, we need somebody on here who's 20 or 25, and I always said, you know, I would love to have a 20-year-old female on here. It sounds great. sounds all old man perverse. But we get a whole different sex discussion about cars, what a woman's thinking about it, what their point of view is. And we find out what 
um, the new generation's thinking. I was just listening to uh, CarCast on my way home today. And they were talking about um, how do you get kids, you know, Adam Carolla's son is not into cars. You know, Adam's one of the biggest car guys in the world, but his son's not into cars. And how, how do you get kids interested in cars or why aren't they? And, you know, we've had many shows about that and discussed, you know, they're interested in different di different ways. Um, um, I don't know what your pronouns are, though, Jason. So that Jason's offering to, uh, um, he's identifying as a 25-year-old. Uh, he's identifying as a 25-year-old girl. We're probably going to have to talk to one of our other listeners about that. But, you know, that's why I want to get that younger demographic. It's, you know, I little things trigger in my head now and then. And, you know, just casually, I have a um, Amazon device next to me sitting on my desk here uh and was watching like i've said uh the new 21 jump street movie that you know whatever they roll into the parking lot with a car most of us would have killed for you know Derek or me in our age group you know gas guzzler big supercharged blown whatever it was camaro chevelle nova i can't remember and they were acting like all hot shit and then you know, they walk up and they say something to the, you know, some of the jocks and then and go, oh, you mean that gas guzzler? Don't you care about the environment? And wait a second. That's, you know, that's something we don't think about. Um, Brad Fanshawe was just talking on his podcast recently about. Is the aftermarket going to go away with electric cars? Are electric cars going to get us contained that we're not going to modify them anymore? Or what do we modify? Now, I think there's a little limit to what Brad was talking about because I've heard interviews recently with uh, people that are modifying Teslas. You know, you can't put bigger motors in them, but you can upgrade the suspensions and you change the tires and you can actually tweak the arrow and make them a little bit better. And, you know, there's things you can do to them to make them more fun and more enjoyable. And then there's aftermarket battery companies coming out where they're and they're working with the manufacturers so it shouldn't void your warranty that you could you know go out and buy your new electric corolla saying that because i don't think it exists yet and take the toyota batteries out and put in these high performance battery packs that might be a little bit lighter or might give you a little bit more range and have them backed by the manufacturer, you know, it's kind of, it might cost you a little bit more and battery packs aren't, ex aren't inexpensive, but shit, a Liberty, Liberty walk body kits, 25, 30 grand. So what's 20 grand for ba and batteries? Um, and of course I'm, I'm assuming you're going to sell your Toyota battery pack. So, you know, and, I don't know. This is kind of a rambling one tonight, but um, I just needed to come on and kind of say that we were sorry for missing last night. And, you know, Derek with his family and that, there's no way he's going to make a Friday night broadcast. Uh, but if you do know somebody and preferably, you know, we're not going to discount you if you identify as a 25-year-old and that, but you're going to have to bring some of that 25-year-old mentality to the table. Um, 
But if you know somebody, honestly, um, I'm starting to go through LinkedIn looking at some of the friend suggestions that I'm getting uh, and saying, wait a second, some of these people are really qualified. Maybe they would want to step up and uh, really, you know, help with the podcast. And if you have ideas for the podcast, what we could do to make it better, do Thursday nights not work for you? Let us know. Uh, to be honest, I'm thinking about taking the live stream off. The live stream, I think, hurts our audio side of the podcast. And maybe if you want to see this video and see the live stream recording, it's going to be a level of our Patreon. Tell me how you feel about that. Tell me if you think it stinks. Um, a lot of ums and ahs and you know, crutch words tonight, but I'm still, you know, still a little distracted by about what about what was going on and you know, it's kind of looking forward to having a, you know, beer or, you know, saying, hey, 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 buddy, you know, when we all get in together at your garage, used to do that all the time, go out and um, I would have Mountain Dew, people would drink and we'd have service managers from local car dealerships and other car guys and members of various car clubs. because This guy was into everything, uh, Model A's, MGA's, motorcycle rides every Sunday. Like I said, Porsches, drove a pickup truck. I mean, uh, it's just a very interesting, you know, thing. But simply put, let's not put things off anymore. Um, if you have a question, send it to us. You know, we'll talk about anything. But as the one thing, you know, here behind me says, I can't remember what the one says, you know. Uh, what, uh, where'd my head go? I got to figure out which way to move my head away from the microphone here. Do it, do it now. And, uh, don't wait for the perfect moment. Take, take this moment and make it perfect. So, and I've been thinking about that recently because I want to get, I want to get a different car for my job and I kind of want it to be practical, but I kind of want it to be fun. And how do I make it work? And, um, there's a couple, you know, do I, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to make that opportunity to make a perfect moment. And sometimes it doesn't happen. The ideas don't happen overnight, but they do happen. Uh, it was a short one tonight, guys. Um, I don't know if you've got any comments or want to come on and say anything, but I'm probably going to wrap this one up, you know, 20, 20 minutes. Um, you know, I could dwell and dwell and dwell and I could jump into some of this stuff, but next week we'll be back on to back on the regular schedule, uh, should be Thursday night. Unfortunately, I got a new phone tonight and the data is transferring and, uh, let's see, I do have a calendar in front of me and nah, I'm travel a lot next week, but I will be back. We will be broadcasting Thursday night, whether it's just me, whether it's Derek, maybe we're trying out a new co-host. Um, no driving gloves, you know, no driving gloves.com Patreon, buy us a coffee. Um, let's see what was, I'd have a hard time reading and talking and thinking about it with doing everything I hear on my own. Um, I would probably, it's not 100% just making a decision and taking a leap, Jason. 
but uh, leaving barbers, uh, you know, well, joining barbers in the first place is was was take you know i i was down in huntsville on a job working for the conservation company up there you know we were i was doing it was i was the foreman on the uh, saturn 5 rocket restoration for our sections of it and for some reason it crossed my mind that hey i saw in a magazine that the largest lotus collection or there's a large lotus collection in a museum in Birmingham. And the painter on site kept talking about Birmingham. I had no clue where Birmingham was in relation to Huntsville. And then I fig- you know, learned that, oh, you know, it's only about an hour and a half, two hours away. I'm going to go down there and, you know, see the museum. And I went drove down on a Saturday, um, one of the weekends that I was here, and ended up touring the museum and said, Damn, this would be a good place to work. Sent a resume that night. And here's exactly making the perfect moment. Don't wait. Do it now. In their Tuesday meeting, I went down on a Saturday, sent a resume, landed on the librarian's desk Monday morning. In the Tuesday meeting, Mr. Barber said, you know, we need to expand the restoration department. We need to probably start looking for you know, additional staff. And the librarian chimed in. She goes, I just got a resume from a guy and he's into, you know, in Lotus and they passed it on. And Thursday I'm interviewing for the job. Uh, and that was late October. And it was offered to me in December and January 17th, 19th, something like that. I was moving to Birmingham. It's not an overnight leap, but it was a leap. I left everything behind in D.C., everything that I couldn't fit in my 26-foot-long U-Haul with a trailer with my CRX full of stuff that um, I ended up being about 10,000 pounds overweight when I went through the way station. And uh, I've never been through a way station before. The number just came up, and I go, hmm, I might be overweight. I don't know what to do. Shit, I'm going to leave. I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a citizen and I'm not a truck driver. And this little cop car pulled up to me maybe three miles down the road. And he looked at me and he looked at my door and he looked at me and he looked at my door. And he just kind of drifted off and took the next turnaround. So I think I did break the law, but I think they realized I was just a stupid citizen who didn't realize what was going on. Um, so, you know, I, Kind of let you know, left everything behind and jumped and came came here. And then when I left Barbers, I was in the mood to leave, and I was being precautious. And but you know, we had a meet uh, review in December, and they told me what was going on, and I kind of told them, well, if that's what's going to happen, I'm not going to be here, so don't count on me. I will be gone by July, and they thought about it for a while, and we sat down in January and parted ways um worked out really good for me for a while and you know, the, the first endeavor at a business got shut down by covid the podcasting thing i keep treading water on but um i've had to reassume a day job to make sure my money lasts a little bit longer but those are a couple things that i've took a leap on um a lot of my car purchases jason are taking a leap you know I bought the Mini. 
didn't need the mini, no reason to have the mini, uh, was not practical for my lifestyle at the time. <clears throat> you know, a Fusion actually was a better car. The, and I, um, you know, went, looked at it and was basically going to walk away from it. And then the guy said, why don't you take it home, you know, for a couple hours? So I took it home. And in that two hours that I had it, I got to play with it on the way home, drove home, sat down, went upstairs, Googled a whole bunch of stuff about it, went down and tried a few things, went back and, well, somewhere during there, he called and said, this is what we're going to give you for trade. And it was exactly, I mean, exactly to the dollar, the number I wanted. And we, uh, I drove back and bought, bought the Mini. And what has that done? It's got me back into cars. Didn't know it was going to happen. It's made cars fun again. We had the last episode Derek and I had was falling out of love with cars. It brought it back for me, uh, made it you know, say, made it fun. Uh, my girlfriend jokes that that's one of the reasons she responded to my profile is I had a picture of my car, I guess, is uh, Facebook. We met through Facebook dating. Um, so my profile had the mini in it or some, something like that. And, you know, she took the chance and, well, you know, who knows what she got. But she seems to still like me. So, you know, there's a couple of things. I've always, you know, uh, yeah, no, I didn't fall for the drive at home, take it for the drive. Um, but I'm glad, damn glad he let me do it because if he did it, I would have never, never bought the car. I was ready to walk away from it right then. And, you know, basically I was, it was probably the next, within the next five sentences out of my mouth is now I don't think I'm going to get it when he preemptively suggested I take it home. And I just became comfortable with it and the tech. And I, it was the tech in the car because for some reason, Mini's behind on tech. It's like a Ferrari, you know, even the brand new Ferrari um, two, uh, 296 has wired Apple CarPlay, does not have wireless Apple CarPlay. And they at least give you a CarPlay standard now, but it's pro that $4,000 options probably included somewhere in the price tag. But um, so, oh, Jason's talking about enjoying barbers and the Turn 9 Club. And, you know, that was a, that was a risk Jennifer po proposed years ago. You know, talk about, you know, somebody else. Um, Barber's is a very traditional place with not a lot of, you know, not, things don't happen quickly. And she came up with that idea and knocked it out of the park. And uh, to the point, it's too successful. So. A car that I haven't bought that I would like to. Um, I mean, one I've had an opportunity to buy or one that's just on my bucket list of cars to own. Um, you, know, you know, bucket list of cars to own. I love a convertible CRX. Uh, you know, there's only 20 or 30 in the world. They're not factory. The Strawman conversions. Um, I do... And I said it earlier, I do have a thing for C3 Corvettes, you know, keeping kind of realistic. Um, 
something I need to take a leap on realistically, maybe just a bit out of your reach. Well, that's kind of what I'm thinking on the um, kind of work car. I was looking at it, looking at, I clicked it on, clicked on it today. It was a 94, or excuse me, an 04 Carrera. Um, 29,000 bucks. And that's more than I really want to spend. But not saying that if I could find a Boxster for 15 or 20 again, I would pass it up. Um, to be honest, thought about a second mini. Um, what else is just beyond my reach that I might want? Um, C5 Corvette, you know, they're, they're not, I mean, I'm only looking 30,000. I'm saying 30,000 would be a stretch. Possibly could be done, but would be a stretch. Um, more people would uh, contribute to that Patreon or buy buy me a few more cups of coffee. That'd be a different thing. Um, but I think I've decided I'd like to have a uh, Porsche again. Um, for a while there, it was the Lotus Elise. And that's how I got my Caterham 7. My ex-wife and I went and looked at a Lotus uh, on a lease back in 04 when they were kind of new. But this was a used one. And I drove it. And she knew, she knew I was going to buy it that day. No question in her mind that we were going home with that car. That's what she told me afterwards when we're driving home. And she goes, I can't believe you didn't buy it. I said, if I was going to buy a car like that, I got out and said to the salesman, if I'm going to buy something that drives like this, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy a Caterham or a Lotus 7. Same money. And, um, it might have been a wrong decision, but week two weeks later, there there's a take a leap one for you, Jason. Um, you know, Will's had a all wheel drive Eagle Talon there, Jason. I, I about two weeks after doing that with the Elise, I got an um, email from my ex wife that said, "Hey, here's your trailer." And it was a uh, six by six by twelve, like Home Depot enclosed trailer. Came with a Caterham Seven. Um, and my response email to her about two hours later was, "I'm flying down there on Thursday." And she emailed back, "What?" And I said, "I'm going to go look at that." <laughs> she said, "You know." What? <laughs> and this is Tuesday. We're talking. Two days later, I'm on an airplane flying to Fort Lauderdale, Florida from D.C. to go look at the Caterham. And I bought it. Um, bought it. And then because I bought it, I had to sell the pickup truck I was driving, which was a lowered S10. And I bought a Dodge Dakota 4x4. So I could pull the trailer back because it was logistically was almost impossible to get a trailer shipped with a car in it. So I, I bought a truck, you know, got rid of a truck, bought it. And so, and I also got a Lotus Europa that month. It was a very expensive October, but that was something that Monday, I had no idea I would own a, a Caterham seven by the end of the week or quote my trailer. Um, by Friday I did. Um, and 
to be honest, the whole time I owned the car, never regretted doing that once. Uh, so there's a really good idea of made the moment perfect. She never sent me any more emails about things that I had wanted for a while. Uh, but that's the sum of the show. That's the advice I'm giving you tonight. I'm sure if Derek could have made it. Um, don't wait for the perfect moment. Take the moment, make it perfect. Uh, with that, I'm going to check out for the night. We'll be back on Thursday. We'll be talking about, um, I don't know, I really want to say the fraud or the misinformation that um, shops are giving people in this day and age. Um, I can't believe this kind of bullshit still going on and how expensive this misinformation is to the consumer and how ungodly profitable it is for the businesses. And I'm not talking the little shops in backwoods, you know, whatever. I'm talking major dealerships of reputable places. But if you pay attention, they're finding a dollar or two. So with that, thanks, everybody, for joining us tonight. Uh, thanks for the... Um, compliment there, Jason, again. Um, we try. We're trying to make it better. Maybe we... Excuse me, I'm sorry. There's me making it better. Uh, maybe we should have you back on as a guest. It was wonderful having you on the show a few months ago. But that's it for tonight. Thursday, we're going to talk bad about some people. Maybe we'll say some names. That Good night. There's my buttons. <laughs>